Hello and welcome to another episode of Metro Musings. I'm JC, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Brett. Hey, Brett. Hey, JC. Good morning. All right. And uh, today, let's dive in because I think we've got a really good topic for everybody, uh, particularly for founders who are in the earlier stage and who are bringing on investors. Uh, so, question I have for you, Brett, or, or topic I want to discuss is how do you how do you take investor feedback? You know, obviously, there's there's a, a really important uh, legal relationship that you have with your investors, and uh, there's a lot of options, a lot of decisions that an entrepreneur has to make, especially a solo entrepreneur. But when when you're a founder or you're part of a founding team, um, how how should you expect to receive feedback from investors? Is it standard in your experience, Brett, that um, that founders should be having an open and active dialogue with investors about a myriad of decisions, or or are investors typically kind of on the sidelines and kind of stay out of the day to day? Well, I think part of it is what what are the invest what type of investor did you bring on, right? What was the understanding up front? Yeah, I would definitely expect them, for the most part, to have strong opinions, <laughs> right, on, on what's working and what's not working, especially depending on you know growth trajectory. Are you hitting the numbers that you thought you were going to hit? And if you're not, you expect more feedback, right? Um, yeah, I mean, this is, you can, we kind of talked a little bit earlier, this is Pandora's box, right, with investors. And, you know, I, I'm definitely in the, the camp of, man, bootstrap as long as possible if you can, because you take ownership, you keep ownership, you keep the direction. Once you bring outside money in, right, you're going to have an influence and you're now responsible to not only yourselves, but the, the money that you're bringing in. So long-winded answers say man when you when you're looking to take on money make sure you understand what that relation is going to look like you know what how they interact with other investors their investments in the past you know kind of what those expectations and have that up front now it never probably is exactly the way you think it is but it's um you can stem a lot of that by by having that conversation and that agreement up front that makes sense it does yeah and i i would agree i think one other thing that I would say is, in addition to certainly talk to the uh, startups and the other companies that this investor is invested in and see what it's like. Now, yours could be a little bit different because maybe you're involved in a sector that they have more subject matter expertise in or less. But I think it'll give you a general guidepost for what the interaction should look like. So I think what's important, though, is when you are receiving feedback and when you are hearing it, uh, in my experience, you want to make sure that you appropriately listen that you digest and you let that inform your decision but you don't have to necessarily do what your investor is saying you know you have a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interest of your shareholders and for a lot of founders it can kind of get confusing because remember as founders you're wearing multiple hats you are almost certainly the majority shareholder in the company right so presumably yeah. uh, if you had a fiduciary responsibility to yourself like that would weigh more than your minority shareholders but, but, but you are wearing the hat of, you know, like, you know, CEO, founder and majority shareholder. So I think it's important to listen to the feedback so that you can have the best and most informed ideas and, 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 and options in front of you when you make your decision. But don't feel beholden to any one investor, because the truth of the matter is, is that it's in your best interest to keep them involved and keep them engaged so that they can come back in for more money so they can be excited when they talk to other investors in the future about coming into the round saying hey this is a really responsive and receptive founder to feedback but they're also independent thinkers right they're not they're not pushovers most investors um, gravitate towards being passive um, when it comes to your venture. And that doesn't mean they're completely disengaged, but they're not interested in running your company in most cases. So, you know, I think it's important that you expect that, that you receive that. 
and um, and that you apply that as best you can. But but also remember that you're the one who has to make the decision at the end of the day. So if, if an investor is giving you feedback that is contrarian to what you what you're thinking, number one, listen to them because maybe they're experienced and have a different perspective. But number two, if you're ever in doubt, you need to trust the counsel of your own judgment and, and kind of live with and embrace the decision if you feel it's justifiable. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that and add, you know, my approach when investing in companies, right? I My first question is, what do you want to do with the money, right? And if it's going into product development or those types of things, I'm going to have a much less of an opinion on how that's going to work because it's just not my background. But hey, no, we're looking to, you know, use this thing, go to market and bring in some sales and marketing folks. I'll have more of an opinion on you know, what works and what doesn't work and what I've seen and offer up that suggestion. So I think part of it is one, the investor you're bringing in and two, what you're using it for. Um, But two, I think your earlier point, expect feedback. But at the end of the day, man, this is your company and you're going to have to, you know, live and die with with the decisions that you make and right. Be open to it, though. I think that's what's the important thing and understand what point of view that they're coming from. And this goes back to an earlier episode when we had also mentors that you can reach out to that aren't necessarily on the payroll, right? That's somebody you can have that confidential conversation with, you know, to bounce it off as well. I think it just comes back to, you know, that the relationship that you had up front. So <laughs> I don't think we gave a clear black and white on this, but I do think it's, it is important to look at it from, from all sides. Yeah, absolutely, Brett. And I think, you know, the one other item I would say is when you're engaging investors and when you're thinking about bringing them on just know that the day that you take on that capital your life does change you know a lot of times again you can think well i'm the majority shareholder and i'm the ceo which means i can make any decision that i want and yes that is true but the moment you bring on even a dollar of outside capital the moment one person owns a single share of your business you don't own it really changes the complexity and the dynamicism. Now, that's not to scare everyone away from taking on money, but it's that you need to allow for others to give this informed opinion. And one of the things that we look for at Dashfire is is really the first thing is the coachability of the founder. And we don't define that as they will do what we say because we don't right. know everything, right? Nobody does. But it's someone who is open and receptive to that feedback and that they absorb that feedback from multiple trusted sources and then let that inform their decision. But the right investor, should ultimately trust the decision that you are making unless you're making like a a, a legal or financial like financially detrimental one in which case they'll typically talk and give that feedback a lot louder than normal but if they're giving you a normal tone level of feedback you can pretty safely assume that they're just trying to make sure that you have an opportunity to be coached in making this decision and uh, and go from there so uh brett any final thoughts no i mean i think it makes sense i said it goes back to what i talk about every week is have a plan with it man if you're bringing in money understand what you want to do with it what the outcomes are with you doing it and again look at the type of investor that you're bringing in i think having that right partner can make all the difference whether you want passive or active depending on if you need that skill set again don't overcomplicate it but that but do your homework expect it embrace it and apply it when possible that's what you need to expect from investors Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> well said. All right. Every, well said. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in as always. Um, please, if you liked this episode, like, subscribe, comment. Uh, I'm not sure if you're looking at us on LinkedIn, if you're listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or if you're YouTube. watching us on YouTube. But we appreciate your support. We're, we're going to keep recording these so long as people keep viewing. Um, as always, best of luck with your venture. And until next time, see ya. All right. Thanks, JC. See ya.